Hey y'all, hey, welcome back to Such a Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. If you are tuning in for the first time, welcome to Such a Lady family. If you are tuning back in, what's up fam? How y'all doing? I pray that 2023 is treating y'all good. I hope that it came in here, then sat down like it got some act right. <laughs> Listen, because it had already started off kind of shaky for me. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, but I'm excited about you know, 2023. But it didn't. I already had to say, look, you need to sit down somewhere. It's too early for this. So I hope that y'all not having that kind of year. I hope it's going great for y'all so far. Um, the such a lady of the week is so hard. I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. I used to um get caught up in the numbers like oh how many people are following and all that stuff but now I am more concerned with connections and building relationships with you guys Um, I really think of you guys as family and I know y'all know that like even when y'all message and I'll be messaging y'all like in my mind we're family like y'all cannot agree but it doesn't matter because it's my mind okay so um (laughs) I I I think of y'all as family and in the words of Lilo and Stitch Ohana ain't that what they said means nobody gets left behind yeah so that that's that's what it is so that being said here's what's new for 2023 for such a lady along with our weekly such a lady that we'll do every week still um i would like for us to feature a small big business notice i emphasize big because um although it is a small business it's a big deal so i want to i want us to feature um a business every week um so if you or someone you know would like to be featured or you want such a lady to review now listen it's gonna be an honest review um, because <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest on your products, please message or email such a lady. Um, this is gonna be free, it's all about support. Um, I like to always say that empower women, empower other women. And although we joke and laugh and talk about toxic stuff on you know, such a lady, at the end of the day, I want us all to win, and we can do it alone, it's not impossible. But why do it by ourselves when we have such an awesome community? Like, why? Y'all are so dope. Like, I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else but with y'all. So, yeah. So, I'm excited about that. And um, if you all are just here for the toxic love stories, then hopefully you can fast forward. But I definitely want to um, start featuring a small, big business and you'll be on the website and on the platforms and we're just gonna love on you and support on you and pray that your business is the best thing out there because it is you know just gotta people don't know about you because i mean they can't support you because they don't know about you and that was one of my biggest things like even now people like you got a podcast i'm like yeah and they're like why come you never told me and it's like people can't support if they don't know so we're gonna let people know by 
telling them. So I'm going to, um, if you message me, I'll send you a form. Like I, I got it all together and everything. I'm trying to be better this year, y'all. And actually I'm writing down my, my such ladies of the week, because if y'all are true such a lady fans, I might've had a such a lady of the week more than one t- time, a repeat. Um, cause I write my stories down, but I never thought does Siobhan write your such lady of the week down. I just make sure that that week that person is in my mind, but I never had put it down. So like I have this template now. So the such a, the such lady of the week goes in there, you know, so listen, we're going to be, listen, we're 2023. We going to get our lives together. Y'all that's what we're going to do. It's just, that's just what it is. Um, so this week's such a lady of the week is Miss Minnie Grant. And listen, many been, uh, many been a sal before a sal was a sal and a sal was a sal. Like we go back like, man, we was in, this is when I thought I wanted to be a teacher. And so we went back to Metro Tech and listen, <clears throat> she is a, a sweetheart. She absolutely is. I was in um, 7-Eleven the other day and I saw her daughter and I looked at her and I was like, I'm not going to speak because I looked a mess. Listen, I did. I had just got up to go to the ATM. So I was like, let me be quiet. But then self was like, no, nope, because I just can't do it. I just I told you I ain't never met a stranger. So now I ain't never actually met Minnie's daughter, but I've seen her. You know what I mean? Like, I know her in my head. Like we like that's my family. So um, I'm getting ready to walk out the store and I'm like, hey, girl. Um, are you Minnie's daughter? And she's like, yes, ma'am. It's just so polite and just, yes, ma'am. And just a beautiful soul. So kudos to you, Minnie, for doing a good job. She was so nice. I was like, well, I'm your mom's friend, Siobhan. She was like, I know who you are. She was like, my mom listens to your podcast. And Minnie's never said that she listens to it. She's never requested a shout out or anything like that. Or She just is a silent supporter and she has always been and I appreciate you for that I appreciate all of y'all it's just always so hard I'm just telling you it is I I can't lie but that's what's in store and that's our such a lady of the week and let's get to our toxic love story because we've done a little bit of getting off topic but it's okay ain't it okay y'all it's okay all right. <laughs> now let's get into this week's uh, love story gone wrong. While doing the research on this story, I did not realize until later in that last week's episode was about a daughter who lost her dad and her world changed after that. But this week's episode is also about a young lady who lost her dad and her actions after that would forever change the course of many many lives like crazy um but it's also a reminder of how important it is to have a father in your life if it is possible now i'm not saying that you should stay in a toxic relationship or let children be in a toxic environment but if you are the drama and the other parent is you know genuinely trying but you just can't get out of your feelings then that's a different story You know what I mean? And if that's you, just start praying that God heals your heart. Because although you think it's hurting the father, and if he's a good dad, it is. But just imagine the damage that that it's doing to the child. You know what I mean? 
all because you can't get out of your feelings, you know? So it's it's just not fair. And and a lot of times we don't see the the damage that it does to the children because a lot of times children no, not a lot of times children are just strong and especially they they sense things. So if they're with a parent and they sense that that parent is if they do something that doesn't make that parent happy, <clears throat> they'll stop doing it. Um, kids are very, very smart and they move a lot of, a lot of the times off of your emotions. So, you know what I mean? So if they think you hate their dad, then guess what? If they want your love, then they're going to hate the dad too. If they think their dad, if you think their dad is a piece of crap, you know what I mean? And that's all you talk about, then that's all they're going to think. So, you know, all I can say is this, when you know better, you do better. So now you know. So if you're the drama, stop being the drama. Don't 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 make them kids pay for, you know, you being in your feelings, all right? Now, James Mack was a jazz music um jazz musician. Why the hell can I never talk y'all? I really I I'm not listen, I'm okay. <laughs> he was a jazz musician and a composer who met and had a daughter with Sheila and Van Wise Mack and they would get married and you know I'm really mad that I cannot pronounce that word musician okay there it is there it is he was a musician okay forget it just I (laughs) I'm so angry at myself right now like (laughs) okay anyway so James I'm so mad James marries Sheila and they go on and they have this beautiful daughter Heather Mack okay now James was African-American and Sheila was white so Heather of course was born biracial James did have children from his previous marriages but Heather was the only child between James and Sheila like the only one they shared together so listen Y'all know she was full like rotten. They doted on Heather, giving her the best of everything, especially her father. Um, he grew up poor. His mother was a maid, so I can only imagine that he wanted more for his family, which nothing is wrong with that um, at all. The Max had a, they had a really good life until the family went on a cruise. And while they were on the Carnival cruise ship, James cut himself while he was in the pool. Now, the physician that was on duty on the ship at the time apparently did a botched job fixing it. And I I wouldn't say he did it on purpose because I don't think he did. But whatever he did caused James to suffer from paralysis. And some of the reports said that he even had to pee in a bottle. So the treatment that he received on that cruise ship changed his life forever and it was all due to a cut that he got on the ship so James was like I'm finna like so y'all like I'm not y'all this trip this trip was the worst trip of my life so look let's talk about it I'm gonna need some money and so he went on to sue Carnival Cruise Lines but unfortunately he would not get to see a dime of that money because while he was in vacation in in Greece while he was on vacation in Greece he suffered from a 
pulmonary embolism, a blockage of an artery in the lung. Y'all, I don't know why my tongue is messing up today. I don't, but y'all just bear with me. I don't. (laughs) So he passed away. And it's so sad because this left both Sheila and Heather like distraught. Because if you think about it, they had already had to deal with the fact that James had gotten cut and then the cut caused the paralysis. So that changed him as a person. But then to go on and not have him at all, like that was a lot, especially for Heather. Now, for unknown reasons, five days before his death, James changed his insurance and listed Heather as the sole beneficiary. Now, Heather was around 14 when her father died, and she kind of just did what she wanted to do. I'm like, for real. She really did. She did what she wanted to do while her mother tried to do the best that she could. And it was sad, but, you know, when you're young, you kind of think you know everything. And I think that's what it was. It seemed like the more Sheila Vaughn pushed, the more Heather pulled. And, you know, people deal with grief in different ways. So I'm not sure if Heather was acting out because she was a teenager who was just being rebellious or if she was acting out because she missed her dad. I'm not sure. Whatever the case is... I'm just going to tell you, my mama would have told me to sit my tail down. She, I, Listen, when I told my mama I had anxiety, I told y'all she was like, what is that? Like, and she didn't believe me. She was just like, do you want me to make you something to eat? And I had to legit for years explain to her that I had it. And it wasn't that my mom was a bad mom. She was an amazing mom. It was just that she wasn't for the the drama like she was like listen it's you gonna respect me and that was just how she was raised she was like I'm different I with my with Ty I'm kind of like hey look what are you feeling okay we'll go to the doctor like mental health is serious to me because I suffer from it so I know how real it is but if you don't suffer from it then nobody can really tell you about it. Like my mom, when I was having a panic attack, she would legit be looking at me. Or like if I had to go to the emergency room, she'd be like, oh, here we go again. And I would like be feeling like I was going to die. So, you know, each parent is different. And Sheila seemed like the type of parent that she was showering, um, you know, Heather with love. But the discipline kind of wasn't there. But I wasn't there, and I'm not Heather, and I'm not Sheila. So, I don't know. But Sheila was trying very, very, very hard to make things better for Heather. She put her in counseling, you know, but that didn't help. She she knew that Heather was going through stuff because she was going through stuff. She had just lost her husband. So, she knew if I'm going through something, I know that my child is going through something. So, she was taking the steps to get the help for Heather. But Heather just didn't want the help. She just wanted to do what she wanted to do. She would steal her mother's cards, her money. She was abusive towards Sheila Vaughn on several occasions, even going as far as punching her in her already broken leg to break in her mother's shoulder. Y'all, for real, like, I'm... I'm just going to keep telling the story because, baby, I wish Ty would. 
come <laughs> even when we be playing if she get a little too crunk i'd be like nah let me show you because i don't ever want you to think i don't care how old you are i don't care how old i am that you gonna punk me i don't ever want you if i'm 97 girl i'll hit you in the back of the head with this cane before i let you think that it's okay <laughs> for you to be putting your hands on me you know what i mean so i feel so bad for her mom it really really sucked um Reports say that the police were called over 86 times from their residence. Now, it wasn't always, you know, someone getting arrested. It was, you know, sometimes they were fighting. Sometimes, you know, it was Sheila calling because she couldn't find out where her daughter was at. Sometimes it was Heather calling because her mom was just getting on her nerves. But they were calling and they were calling a lot, like for real. The police, and you know, sometimes they would call and hang up. And regardless of whatever the call is for, the police, if they can't get a hold of you, they send someone out. And so they were sending people out to the house all the time. Um, it, that's crazy. 86. Okay. So now after James passed, the settlement came through. And after legal fees, it amounted to about, well, over $340,000. Now, they already had money because they were traveling. They were on the Carnival cruise ship. They were in Greece when James passed away. You know, they they were they went they weren't sitting in the house chilling, you know, just looking at the TV. They were out living their best lives. So, um <clears throat> I hate that James didn't get a chance to be able to see, you know, that settlement come to, you know, life, but they it didn't appear that they were struggling before he passed away now um 500,000 of that was put into a trust for Heather but a judge allowed Sheila to pay herself to the state to herself listing her as the sole beneficiary it was a lot going on i tried to find the court transcripts to see why he gave Sheila Vine that option when James had changed his beneficiary for a reason. Like, you got to sign paperwork for that. Like, it's a reason why. And then also, I was trying to find out why five days before you decided to list her as the beneficiary. Like, was something going on in the marriage? Like, I was really digging deep, y'all. I was like, it was a rabbit hole, and I kept going and going. I don't think y'all realize that I have, like, tons of research that I try to fit into this little slot. And so I be missing out on a lot of stuff. And so by the time the episode is over, I'm like, dang, I forgot to tell them that. Like, shoot, oh man, crap. You know what I mean? So it's like so much information that I can only fit so much in. So a lot of stuff I leave out. Um, and I'm sorry about that. It's not done on purpose. It's just I try to get in the meat and the potatoes in a little bit of time that I can. Um, but I tell Heather meets this guy named Tommy Schaefer, who is this no-name rapper. I listened to some of his songs. Yeah. I mean, he he, he, he tried. That's what we're going to say. But Sheila Vaughn couldn't stand Tommy. And it was for good reasons. He wasn't a very good influence on her daughter. Sheila was often calling the police to report Heather missing. And Heather was not trying to be found at all. Uh, Sheila wanted her daughter to get it together but she was not gonna wash her hands of her you know that tough love you know leave them alone push them away let them 
you know, do what they want to do, they'll see, no, she, she was not about that. She was about loving her daughter back to life. She had already lost her husband. She did not want to lose her daughter. So I could only imagine how hard this was for her. And then you got Heather over here like, I don't care. I don't care. She out here. And now she she was already giving her mom a problem. So now she didn't met Tommy. And so I already know she think that she a, she a big deal now. Because Tommy been juiced her head up. Plus, she got all this money. So I can hear her talking. Heather telling Tommy how rich she is. And Tommy just eating it all up. Like, oh, okay. Like, she got money, money. Right, okay. You know what I mean? Like, and she was buying him stuff. She was. She was stealing her mother's cars to buy him stuff. And... That James' assets total, James and, well, Sheila's assets total to about $1.5 million. So they weren't hurting for money. And Heather was definitely not at all um, in poverty. So, you know, so Sheila was worth a lot more dead to Heather than she was alive. And that sucks, but when you when that's where your mind is at that's where your mind is at but again am I calling this lady Sheila is Stella this lady's name is Stella oh Jesus y'all Stella and I'm calling her Sheila oh <laughs> I'm so sorry y'all listen I am Today's episode is just, I'm just so excited about all the changes that I'm just everywhere, y'all. Forgive me. Forgive me. So, well, she was worth a lot more to Heather than she was dead, than she was alive, okay? But her mother wanted to mend the relationship. She did. Stella wanted to, she wanted to mend it. And she wanted to make things better. She, she found her daughter at a hotel. She was living there. She went, she picked her up, she brought her home. She was like, listen, I know that you like this dude. I know that he's not good for you, but let's, let's try to work on it. You know, and at this point, she was even trying to help her daughter. And she thought that her daughter was pregnant because she took her to get a blood test to find out if she was pregnant. You know what I mean? So she knew that. I mean, you know, if your daughter ain't coming home and she messing with a boy, you know what she doing. You know what I mean? And so Stella knew what was going on. Stella, Sheila, whoever she, the name, y'all know who I'm talking about. No disrespect to you at all. But y'all know what I'm talking about. I just, I can't, I'm just so focused on telling y'all about Heather. Okay. So I'm sorry. So that she decides that, you know, we need some mother daughter time. So she decides to book this trip to Bali, 10-day trip, first class. They're going to go. They're going to have a great time. They're going to, you know, just start things over, you know, try to make things better. And it's not like this is the first time they've gone on a trip. You know, they were very well-traveled, but they were having a lot of issues. And so, you know, Stella was like, let's go on this trip and let's try to mend our our relationship and so Heather was like okay mom I'll go and so they traveled there and they have a good time unbeknownst to her mom Heather had booked 
a business flight trip for Tommy to come to Bali. Now, Stella didn't know that. She didn't. And she wouldn't find out until two days later when she saw Tommy in the hotel lobby. And it's on recording that they actually got into an argument. Like, she was pissed. And I would be pissed, too. I'm not going to lie to you. First of all, I didn't plan this trip for me and you to get here so that we can make things better. You've been acting a plum fool. Really, you don't deserve crap. But, I, I listen, I'm your mama and we give kids our kids things that they don't deserve and I really do feel like she was trying to make things better um and she wanted this to be a time between the two of them I think she felt like if I could just get her away from Tommy because he's the the distraction then everything will be okay well that didn't work because Heather brought Tommy over to Bali and so they get into this big fight and then Heather and Tommy are like, you know what? Forget it. Screw it. We're not doing this. We're we're leaving. And they call a taxi and they decide they're going to check out the hotel. So the taxi gets there. They put their suitcase in the trunk of the taxi. And then Heather and Tommy tell the taxi cab driver that they're going to go check out. They'll be right back. Well, the taxi cab driver waits for a couple of hours. Now, I've never been to Bali, but it's it's so beautiful. Like, doing the research on this, oh, my gosh. It, it's, listen, I can see why they, why, why they chose that place to go. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, but I don't know if, you know, like, maybe the, the, in the poor areas, you know, it's kind of rough. Because who's not waiting hours for you to come back is me. 15 minutes tops. This taxi driver waited for hours to the point that he went and found the um, security guard of the hotel to let them know, hey, look, these folks ain't came back. Are they in there? Can you go get them? And when he comes to get the suitcase out, like, so you can go on about your way, he sees that there's blood on the suitcase and it's dripping blood and he's like nah homie you gonna have to take this to the police station and you gonna have to go without me because I don't want to have nothing to do with it so the taxi cab driver says okay he goes to the police station and the police open up the suitcase and they find Heather's mother inside she's been beaten to death oh my gosh she has trauma to her face a broken neck. It's just all bad. And then she's stuffed in the suitcase. So the police immediately get to work and they find Heather and Tommy in a hotel and they arrest them. Now Heather tells the police that she didn't do this, okay? She would never do this to her mom. She said that two men came in and tried to rob them and told her mom that she better give them everything that she has. And her mom said no. And that's how her mom ended up dead. But the police weren't having it because it didn't make sense. They had the footage. They were arguing. Like, why did y'all leave? Like, the math ain't mathing. So, finally, they start talking. And in the beginning, I I don't know if y'all heard me tell y'all that James was black and um, 
Heather's mom was white. I said that only because Tommy said that she was throwing racial slurs at him and he only came down there to tell her that Heather might be pregnant. And first of all, you came down there to tell her that. How did you get the money to come down there? You they, you couldn't wait till they got back to tell this lady. And why do you got to tell her? Her daughter can't tell her? Like, right, so it don't make sense. Like, he, But that's what Tommy said. He came down there to tell, you know, Sheila's, I mean, Heather's mom that she was pregnant and he didn't want her to take it out on Heather. It was just a bunch of lies. That's, that's basically what it was. And Tommy said that she started choking him. He had no choice but to defend himself. And in the process, ended up using a fruit bowl to beat Heather's mom to death. Well, Heather was pregnant and she was charged in Bali with helping kill her mom. Now, what's so crazy, though, is the drug laws there are mad. Like, I read that this lady is on death row because she was trying to bring drugs over, okay? But they were very lenient on Heather when it was time for her sentencing because the judges said that her daughter needed a mother badly and that it didn't make sense for both of her parents to be, you know, taken away. So Tommy got 18 years to life. Like, in, he's in a prison in Indonesia. Like, but I thought, I was like, dang, it gotta be bad. The men's prisons are really bad over there. I, I looked that up. But the women's prisons, not so bad. Um, Heather was sentenced to... 10 years for assisting with the murder of her mother. And while in prison, well, right before she went, she gave birth to a little girl who she called Stella. Now, in the prisons in Indonesia, it's very different because her daughter got to stay with her for the first two years of her life, which I thought was very, very different. I mean, of course, I don't listen. I, it's just my opinion. So I can't tell y'all what, who were, but I just thought it was odd. You know, I think that the child should bond with the mother, but then I'm also like when you're in kindergarten and they're talking to you and they're like, what's the most interesting fact about you? And you're like, Oh, I spent the first two years of my life in prison and you're seven. Like, I don't, I, it's just odd to me and I don't know, but the conditions there weren't that bad. Like when I was looking it up and then also looking at the pictures, uh, for a minute, Heather had an Instagram account in there. She had cell phone, internet. Like, it wasn't at all what I thought it was going to be. Um, it was not even so bad to the point where Heather was saying that when she got out, she didn't want to come back to the to the United States. She knew she was going to have to because they were going to deport her. But she was going to try to come back. And she actually wanted her daughter to stay in Indonesia. She said that it was safer. She said that in Chicago, all she did was get into trouble, which I mean, that was true, but she stated that she didn't want her daughter to have to go through that. And she also stated that she didn't want her daughter to have to go through the media circus when she was deported back. Well, 
unfortunately heather didn't get her wishes because she was released after seven years for good behavior and she was immediately deported back to chicago and she thought that her daughter was going to get to stay but unfortunately baby stella was deported back too well heather was excited that she had gotten released from prison in indonesia and she was happy I mean, who who wouldn't be? But as soon as she touched down in Chicago, baby, they got her. And I was like, double jeopardy. They can't do that. Or is it different because, you know, it was in Indonesia. But listen, remember what I said? When you know better, you do better. So I kept doing my research. Actually, they did charge. They didn't charge Heather with the murder of her mother. The new charges are conspiracy to commit murder while overseas and one count of obstruction of justice so yeah and then if you really think about it she did kill her mom so if the charges are conspiracy well you did i mean tommy killed her and you helped so um but this like the trial hasn't even started yet it's supposed to start the summer of of this year so I'm excited to see what's going to happen. And, the and you know, Heather's lawyers are like, listen, this is injustice. She's already served her time. She got out for good behavior. I don't understand why y'all were trying to do this. But listen, Heather's mom's family is like, no, 10 years, what is that? Like nothing. She gave her daughter everything. And guess what she did in return? She killed her and stuffed her in a suitcase and left her to die. And all she got is 10 years and then seven for good behavior. So, no, they're like, no, she needs to pay. And so they're pushing that Heather gets charged. And she could, I mean, she could possibly face being in prison for the rest of her life. So she got out in Indonesia and, and she loved it over there. And the prison wasn't as bad as she thought or I thought. But guess what? Now, she's looking at facing time here in the United States. And I know she is not, well, she's already in, you know, she's already been arrested, but I'm talking about in prison. And so, you know, America has some of the worst women prisons out there. So it's just crazy um, that all that happened just because you wanted to be with a a man. And then y'all ain't even together. Um, Tommy has definitely given his life to God. Um, Heather says that she has to, but not as she's not as heavily into God. That's what she says as Tommy is. Um, unfortunately he doesn't get to see baby Stella as often as he wants to, but in the prison in Indonesia before Corona, I mean, you know, COVID hit it. She was able to see Stella all the time. And then once the coronavirus hit, it was 18 months that she went without seeing her. But she got to FaceTime her three times a week. So, like, that's mad crazy. Um, And then I was wondering, what was going on with Stella after the two years? Like, where do you go? Well, Stella was placed with the foster family. Well, when her mom was deported back, she was deported back, too. And there were a couple of different people who wanted Stella. We had Tommy's mother, 
Then we had a former good friend of of, um, Heather's mother. I'm not, y'all, y'all not going to get me to say that name again. (laughs) And then we have um, her mother's niece, who the judge actually gave custody to. So um, baby Stella is living in Colorado with um, Heather's mom's niece. And I don't know, because here's the crazy thing. I'm on this one. I'm going back and forth, too, because... You know, when we're young, we do some crazy stuff. Now, I didn't ever kill my mama, and I never thought about it. But, you know, we do some stuff that we can't take back. So, I I can't say that Heather hasn't changed and she's not remorseful. I can't say that she hasn't. Um, I can't say that she doesn't deserve to be in jail because I'm not that person. I I don't have a say-so. I can say I pray that she has changed. I pray that she doesn't kill anyone else. I pray that if she does get out that... She puts her daughter first, you know what I mean? She signed over her entire inheritance to her daughter. So that was a start. And I mean, if she was honest and she did mean it and she doesn't want the media in in her face, then it sounds like she's starting out on the right road with making some better decisions. And so if she doesn't go or well, if she doesn't get sentenced um, or even if she does, I just wish the best for her. Um, I honestly wish the best for Stella because she's the one that got the short end of the stick. She was born in prison, lost both of her parents before she knew them. You know what I mean? Had to live with different people that weren't her parents. Didn't get to meet any, I mean, didn't get to meet her mom's um, mother or father. And, and now she has to know that Her mom and dad are killers. So, I mean, Stella's the one I feel bad for, like baby Stella. But you guys, listen, today's episode ran kind of long and it was kind of crazy. And I'm so sorry, but I love y'all. And I know that y'all are family. Y'all are not going to hold this against me. And y'all are going to meet me back here next week, same time to check out our next toxic love story gone wrong. And if you are waiting on a sign to leave a toxic relationship, this is it. This is your sign. Don't wait on anything else. If you know that where you're at is not where you're supposed to be, and you know that the person that you're with is not the person you're supposed to be with, then you know what I mean. Not y'all just had an argument and and he ate the last piece of cake. No, you know what I mean. If it's toxic and you've been thinking about it and this is tugging on your heartstrings, then you know that this is for you. It's time for you to go. And if you need the help, then you can always reach out to us or you can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline. Um, And they'll be more than happy to help you to make the steps to get out as safely as possible. But you have to choose you because you deserve it and you're worth so much more. I love you guys and don't forget to be great on purpose. Have a great week.